Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of OUA Football Today. Um, what a week to it was. Great week of football. Okay, great week great. of football. Conte. Yeah. I know you barely watched the games this week. Not the best games this week. <laughs> what do you mean? The Waterloo game was good, boy. Yeah? Good. Yeah, that's the only game you watched, actually. Yeah. So what was your thoughts on that game? It was a really good game. Yeah? yeah. Well, yeah can, you, can you put in some in-depth? Uh, Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller? Best career OU tug. Oh yeah, his first career OUA touchdown. Anthony Miller. Love to see. It. You love to see it. Love it. You love it. Yeah. What about Trey Ford though? Balled out. OUA Offensive Player of the Week. Trey Ford, 226 passing yards, and oh my God, he had a rushing day and a half. Yeah, look at that. Look at the way he run. You want to see stats, Conte? Okay, he had three. Oh, he had what? Two rushing tugs or oh, he had three receive uh, passing tugs. Wow. 169 rushing yards as a quarterback. It's nuts. This guy's Lamar Jackson? Pretty much. Pretty much. He is. Bro, Laurier? Jackson, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, K1. He's Ky K1? K1. K1. It's my comp. Your, <laughs> your combo is from? Yeah. All right, yeah. But Laurier just did not show up. The battle, the battle of Waterloo. Did not show up. The Waterloo Warriors, Warriors did destroy Man, just destroyed them. Just destroyed them. Like 36 to 12. Not good. Not good at all. Not good. Not good. <laughs> like, who would have thought? Because Warrior, they were coming in as one of the favorites. I think Waterloo is the favorite. Is the favorite. favorite. They are the brand new favorites. Like they've always been my favorite, Loki. Yeah. Because uh, I love the. They have Trey Ford. They have Trey Ford, Tyrell Ford. Like yeah, when you have both of the Ford brothers on two sides of the ball, like. That's kind of scary. They win a lot. And yeah, yeah, and they've been winning a lot for their whole careers. college college careers. Even yeah, even high school, and they're not good athletes, you know. So that's 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 pretty nice. But the one guy I really like to talk about is I don't know, the, not the guy, the coach for Waterloo. Great job. He did. A, he's Thank been doing for the year, bro. He's been doing two weeks of excellent job coaching. Guy straight up a veteran. Vet. Vet presence. Vet presence? Yeah. yeah, not bad at all but by the coaching staff at all. As Waterloo goes at 2-0. But now the next game I really want to talk about is Carlton at York. Conte, I do indeed know. Did you watch that game? No. No, I, I thought it was going to be an absolute blowout. 30-17 for Carlton. Not bad at all. Not bad. You know, York's still not... Not not there, you know what I mean? Like, they're still not there as a team. Still developable. But the quarterback, the young, had an absolute great game. 264 passing yards, three togs. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Conte, you would have known that if you watched the game. Yeah. Should have watched this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seemed like a good game. <laughs> it did seem like a good game, eh? Yeah. But the young, absolute stud. But the one thing I just like, they made their backup quarterback going for one passing play or two passing plays but he had negative three yards not good <laughs> not good at all but uh, but York's passing game both quarterbacks I know they only have one quarterback playing I'm pretty sure I'm 9% sure I didn't really watch the game I was, I, was, I was at the Queens game mm. but I know they had one quarterback uh, I think it was Noah Corny Corny is that even how you pronounce it? Who gives a fuck? Don't know. Don't know. But he had a decent game. 168 passing yards. One tug. All right. In the second half, York's defense looked like they like, they picked it up. 
Yeah. Just tad. Just, just yeah, just a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Well, did you watch the game? Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, I gotta tell you, this game is probably gonna be a blowout. Um, so I'm honestly not mad that you didn't watch the game because I would have not. Yeah. But when I got home, I watched every single game, and Loki, a lot of waste of my time. Yeah. But that's what you get for watching your clients play and thinking they're gonna win. Terrible program. <laughs> Is it a terrible program though? No, no. They're they're they they're, they're in a rebuilding process right now. Yeah. They're not the best. They'll get better. You know, it's really hard talking up York Lions right now because wow, they're just bad. They're bad. They're really bad. The quarterback's good. Everyone else bad. But the running back had eight attempts, eight rushing attempts, twenty-eight yards. Not too good. Maybe he needs more touches. After what I watched, I don't think so. Oh. I, if anything, eight seems perfect. Yeah, yeah. But with Nathan Carter uh, for Carlton. 19 rushing attempts, 83 yards. That's right. Pretty stunning didn't get 100 yards. Pretty solid. Yeah. But, like, that's basically, yeah, like, when you talk about the Carlton and fucking York game. York playing play at the brand-new stand for the first time. Beautiful. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, yo, not going to lie, York does have some, like, sick jerseys. Like, you know what last chance you? Yeah. And you're, like, the last chance you, like, the how, like, the Lions or whatever. They're the exact same thing. Like, they literally just copy and paste it. Like, honestly, not mad about it because it's actually like pretty sick jersey. Um, but yeah, York starts their year off. No surprise. I went to Carlton one and one. Carlton, like, honestly, like, they're gonna make the playoffs. Are they gonna go far in the playoffs? No, no not yet. No. Now the next game I really want to talk about. This game, bro. I was shocked. Seeing the result, I bet you were shocked seeing the Very result. Shocked. The number one seeded team in the country, the Western Mustangs, lose to Guelph. It's tough. Is Guelph like looking scary this year? Might be a scary team. Like, like, like Western didn't even play bad. Losing twenty three to twenty one, that's not bad at all. That's not even t- terror. Like, they still played a good game. It's not. Just not good enough. You know, expect more points. I actually expected way more points, way more. But that's what you get for playing at Guelph, and it was Guelph's homecoming. The girls down there were going crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They probably don't even know a single thing about football. Probably not. Probably not. But they were just there. Yeah. And probably that's not. what probably made the uh, made the football players play better. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah with the chicks. <laughs> but Western's quarterback, uh, Jackson White, had twenty one attempts. I don't know, twenty one completion passes, thirty eight attempts. 286 yards, one tug, one INT. And no one likes seeing quarterbacks throw INTs. Horrible. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But what about our guys? Trey Humes. Went nuts. Did he go nuts? I think so. Dude, you think so? <laughs> he had 10 attempts for 29 yards. Oh. Mm, nah. He was alright. He was alright. But Keon Edwards, our guy, had 8 attempts, 52 yards. That I don't know what it is. That's a pretty good average. That is a pretty good average. He averaged 6.5 yards. Got to get more carries than that. Thousand percent. I agree with you. The quarterback, Jackson White, looked really mobile in this game. Seven rushing attempts for 40 yards. That's a pretty good rushing average. 5.7 yards. Man, Western's, they played good. Guelph, like, I don't know, like, Guelph barely ran the ball. They, like, 
they had like I think every single running back on their depth chart ran the ball at least once. The guy that came out on top was Stevenson, and he had five attempts for twenty-four yards. Who would have thought that coming? But their quarterback, Sean, one hundred and nine yards, one hundred and ninety yards, one tug. It's it's decent, but he got sacked twice. Like first game, right off. But man, the receiver, this receiver, Smith. Eight catches for ninety-four yards. Wow. You're you're a man of like such little words, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the OUA football podcast where our co-host barely speaks. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the defense is what I like to see though. Like Guelph's defense, I think this is the best I've ever seen Guelph's defense play. Yeah. In the past like three, four years. Cause bro, when you can shut down Western I think you can shut down any school in the in the OUA. Am I am I right or am I wrong? You're probably right. Uh, probably no. I am right. Yeah, I'm right. always right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There. But yeah, Western loses the loses their second game. Uh, loses their first game of the season. They go one and one. Guelph starts off their campaign with a one and zero season. Not expected. I didn't even expect this. I thought they had Western. I understand our favorites. I still think they're. I still think. As the season goes on, they'll still be favored to win, you know, the ship. But it's wait and see because we have the Queen Gales, the Queen Gales, come uh, having their home opener against the Gigi's. Very good ceremony that they put on for uh, Francis Prawn. Sad to see. We didn't talk about it in the last episode. Very sad. But yeah, very sad passing for the Iowa Gigi family. Our prayers are with them, right? Yep. Yes. But who would have thought the Queens would have, um, Queens defense really put a show, put on a show. They, they do have defensive player of the year <laughs> on their team, Anthony Federico. Yeah. Yeah, thank, thank you for saying that. You yeah, know? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But he had a good game, but one guy had a really good game, Nolan Bernard. That guy was a stud. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the game. Queen's home opener was crazy. Crazy, man. The student sections were going like loud. Eric Colonna got a, uh, got an interception. And I had an interview with him coming right up soon. But, oh, my God. What a game the defense put on. Back-to-back weeks? That's why they're... Best defense in the league. Yeah, probably. As of right now, they're playing like the best defense in the league right now. They want, They beat Ottawa 30-7. They're now ranked eighth in the country. Who would have thought about that one? Who would have, I thought it. You thought it? I thought it. You predicted it. I predicted it. You predicted it. You, you actually got my brother's prediction right. Two sacks. He had a strip sack, too. That was pretty nice. But, like, James Keen, he had a good game. 14 for 22. 130 yards. One tug. Him, oh, my. Like, he was having a day. But Rasheed Tucker, 17 carries for 145 yards. That's pretty nuts. Bro, he's an absolute beast. Mm. He's unique. He's built different. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch? Question mark? Yeah. Me. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. And maybe Zach Moss. You know, yeah, like, so, yeah. but, <laughs> but the big the big guy, uh, their fullback, Burnshaw, five carries for 21 yards and two talks. Bro, he's an absolute beast. He's a unit. If fullback, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm 90% sure he's not. Not running back. He's, he's, he's huge. Yeah. He runs the rock. People are scared to talk about him. But the one thing I, I really watched was the connection with James Keane and Richard Burton. 
they were just on the same page all game. All day. Yeah, all day. Six catches for 57 yards, one tug. What crazy. Bro, he went off. He went pretty good. When, and when your quarterback throws a little in the game, but, but still, like, you know, like, picks up that st- like winning stat and stuff. And when you're winning game pass through six times, and when your quarterback's only throwing 14, th- like, only completed 14 passes, you know, you're like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a pretty great stat line. And the, 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 the Queen's defense played outstanding. They, Ottawa legit had no answers for these guys. Did not. Did not. They had no answer for this guy at all. And honestly, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good. They got their last tug, and I think in the last drive of the game, it was 30 nothing going mm. all fourth quarter. Garbage time. It was, yeah, it was a garbage time touchdown. I'm pretty sure the coaches were not the best. Like, weren't pleased. But Anthony Federico had seven tackles, two sacks. He had a pass deflection, too. That Eric Colonna picked up after, uh, off of it. S tipped the ball. Eric caught the ball. Returned it for 51 yards. Couldn't get in the red at end zone. Couldn't get in the zone. Next time, bring it back to the house. Yeah, get, 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 get in the end zone. But now, I interviewed Eric Colonna for the show. And here's the interview with Eric Colonna. Hey guys, today I'm here with Eric Colonna uh, with the Queens Gales football team. How are you? How are you today? I'm doing amazing, you know, out here representing the Q jersey here. <laughs> that's, a classic, that's a classic jersey. Classic one. <laughs> we had it auctioned off at our Gale Force, and I had to get it. 21 is my number, so yeah. we're doing pretty well. Excited to be on the podcast with you today and uh, ready to get it going. The Queen's defense is rolling after two weeks. Oh, my God. You guys are 2-0. and you guys have, the de- defense really standing out in the past two weeks. How are, how has that been? Like, what are you guys pre- like? How are you guys preparing for these games? I know, like two years ago, it was always a little risky. Wow. Uh, yeah, our defense is definitely uh, working pretty well. You know, we're communicating a lot on the same page with each other, uh, and the score does reflect that. We only let in a touchdown to end the last game, so you know we're not doing too bad. But you know, there's still a lot of corrections and things to work on with the film. Times where we could have been exposed, but luckily we weren't. So, <laughs> yeah, we're working every day, uh, every week to just prepare for our upcoming opponents and really work on being the best that we can be, always being on the same page with each other and just moving as a unit. Yeah, that's perfect. Cause I, I know you had a nice interception this week. Uh, you, had 51, you returned it for 51 yards. How did that feel? I felt pretty good. It's, you know, just because it's been two years since we could play football. So second game of the year. Interceptions is probably one of the funnest things you could do in football aside from big hits. So every time you get the ball in your hands, it's it's a good time. And next time, we got to just take it back to the house. and. Make oh, it yeah. Pick six it next time. So how was it playing at home for the first time in two years? Oh, it was amazing. I, f- I forgot how the energy is. Just looking over, seeing the student section just completely <laughs> filled. Everyone's like stomping their feet during the job. Felt great. It was but, loud there. It was yeah, loud. it was loud. All the Queens fans behind us. Uh, it was just an amazing feeling. Like being at Richardson, the energy is unmatched. Back when I was being recruited in grade 12, I remember coming and visiting Queens and seeing the stadium. And oh, that, was one of the, that was one of the things that did it for me. I was like, yeah. this looks really good. I came to... It was in, I think, 2017, they played York during homecoming. And I was sitting in the crowd with all the alumni, singing the oil thigh, and just having a great time. Wow, sick. Richardson's unreal. 
Yeah, it's a be- it's probably one of the best stadiums in U Sports, I think. Like, it's so beautiful over there. Put a, they put a lot of money in it, and it's perfect. It's worked off. How do you feel about uh, Queen's defense this year? Because like, I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier. You guys are really improving. You guys can correct your things. But honestly, forget about that. Like, how do you guys feel about the defense? How do you feel about the team as a whole this year? I think the team as a whole has definitely taken some steps forward in the right direction. And, you know, we're coming more together every week and improving. Uh, we've really made the culture a lot more focused on improving every day. You know, we have our three team goals. One is be the most respectful, the respectable team in the community. 100%. Campus. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we want to be the right type of guys. You got to act like a champion before you can be one. So mm-hmm. in class, the community and on the football field, it all comes together. Uh, then it's it's really just things like that. Like when we get into close games now, we have confidence in each other because of the work we put in. We're all on the same page and things like that. I'm feeling pretty good about this team. I think we got a great group of guys. But with everything, I'm sure every team says to, you know, there's no other group I'd rather be with. I'm sure everyone says that. It's yeah, really definitely. just about each rep making the most of it and uh, improving as much as we can. Yeah. How does, how does it feel that you guys are uh, ranked eighth in Canada now? Uh, t- to be honest, I'm sure if you ask some other guys, it'd be a lot more excited. I don't really look at the rankings much or like repost it on Instagram. Like, I don't really care. One, it's only week two, so it's still hard to get a, like a good grip on everybody. But two, nobody looks back 30 years and says, geez, remember when we were ranked top 10 in Canada? It's, <laughs> it's not one of the things that we that I really care about at least. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, that's actually a perfect answer. That's a veteran answer right there. It's, it's cool to be up there, like, you know, get some attention, but I, I don't know. It doesn't really phase me. I'm not even sure who does the rankings, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that is, that is true, yeah. Like, no one really knows, honestly. It's like the NCAA. I, I, I want to see what the four Kings rankings say. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the real rankings right there. I might have to do one. I might have to do one. It'd be interesting. That would be interesting. So you have a massive like football following on Instagram called the Pick Six Ac- Athletics. Do you, uh, for the viewers that you hit the merch, <laughs> for the for the people or the viewers that like, don't know what that is, yeah, oh that's that's a nice relation, honest. For for the people that like, don't know uh, what Pick Six Athletics is, can you explain what it is? Yeah, so Pick Six Athletics is, uh, it, well, it's my business, and I got an account on Instagram, which is the main one, also on YouTube, and a couple other social things i started last year during the july of the first or second wave of the pandemic you know we had a lot of free time everyone and it was said that we weren't gonna have a football season that year so i was saying what am i gonna do with all my free time and i've been blessed in the past with having some pretty good coaches for football specifically my position defensive back so i thought a great way to share that knowledge back with the younger ages uh, like younger athletes out there for football and also just main athletics like lifting running all that i would just create content post on instagram youtube and just uh, really help give back and help develop the younger athletes because you know football in canada is growing and i want to do my part to see it keep growing and get them better so go on instagram or youtube even the website www.pick6athletics.com and you could see more about it uh, it's we got everything on there to help you become a better athlete or football player. 
Yeah, football in Canada is actually growing pretty fast. Like, you, if you look back like five, ten years, it's really like really small. And now, podcast for yeah. The <laughs> now you see like more NFL players in the league, like Canadian NFL players in the league. Like, uh, how does that feel? Like, because the CFL also is like making it big. The more Canadian like players, the better. And like, how does that feel? Like, when you guys are playing OUA football, like, do, do they ever talk about like the culture of Canada and stuff like that? Who who is they? Like like coaches or whatever. Um uh, I'm not really sure about the second part of that, but it does really feel nice to see football in Canada growing. And I like it's easy to think like, oh, if I was in the States, like we have that there's just that much more access. If you look at you know programs down there with everyone gets their own squat rack or things like that. So uh, it's great to see what's growing in Canada. Like Queens is really growing. We got the High performance center just for student athletes we're getting a pavilion of the stadium so it's it, things like that that it's really nice to see get growing and because you just think like with all the kids growing up now like they just have so much better access to resources training um facilities all of that so it's nice to see it growing uh cfl i remember they were talking about doing something with like the xfl so that might yeah, that, be that was actually entertaining i see that yeah if anything goes through there, it might be pretty exciting. But the more growth in Canada, the better. Like, yeah, it's yeah, one thing to have the NFL; just everyone watches it. But if CFL starts getting more views or attention, I think it's good for everyone. Yeah, can you describe the culture at Queens? What does it mean to play for such a team that has such a massive, like, rich history? Uh, you talked about it right there. It's all about the history. <laughs> to show my support there yeah at queens like i said before we're about be, being the most respectful and responsible team in the community on campus and a big piece of our culture what coach Schneider came in and brought to us is a couple of different acronyms we have so one's okg which is our kind of guy you know we're looking for guys who are driven to get driven to graduate passionate about the process of football and then respectful and responsible so when you come in it's not just only focusing on football it's, you know, you're taking into consideration your school, you're going for a degree, you're trying to be something more than just a football player while still giving it your all, and then connecting with the alumni and making the most out of it. Because Queens, I really believe, has the strongest alumni base out of any university in Canada. 100%. And, you know, when you come in and you're a Gale, you're really a Gale for life. You're not just there for a few years and out. It's about football, it's about school, it's about the alumni, it's about everything. So if I want, I can go on LinkedIn, find anyone here and they'd be willing to talk to me just like in the future, I'd be willing to talk to any Perfect. players out there. The culture at Queens, it's really, it's a great brotherhood. Uh, and like, it's super long lasting. All the alumni are excited to reach out and talk to anyone. 100%. So well, good luck this week against UFT. I know you guys are playing against UFT. That's a big game. Clay's a shifty quarterback for UFT and I'm pretty sure you could you guys should probably get a hold of him for sure. I know you guys did in twenty nineteen. But thanks for coming on too also. Thank you. Yeah, Clay's he's pretty nice. I it's always exciting to watch his highlights and the plays he can make. He's a special quarterback. They got they got a pretty good group there with the QB and uh receivers. So it'll be a it'll be a fun game. We just gotta bring our A game in to our bus. 100%. Well, thanks for coming on also again. And it's always a fun time doing this. All right. Appreciate it. Best of luck to you in the podcast. Thanks. Well, thanks, Eric, for coming on the podcast. 
it's always a great time to talk to Queens players. It is the best. Conte, what's your predictions for this for this week's game as Queens plays against U of T? Blow up. I think that's game of the week. Blow up for you? For Queens, yeah. Wait, Queens is going to blow up. Oh, Queens is going to blow up U of T. Yeah, you got my brain messed up right there for yeah. a second. What's the stat line thinking, Anthony Faircoat? Because last week you got it correctly. Three sacks. Five shifty, tackles. Shifty quarterback of Clay. Five tackles. Five tackles. I'll give him a strip sack, too. Oh, you think he's going to get another strip sack? Yeah. That's a bold, that's a, those are some bold predictions. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in for OUA Football, episode number two. Conte here. Who knows if he's going to be back next week? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for watching. Tune in next week as we recap week three. Shut up.